Well, today we celebrate the memorial of St. Peter Claver, a very remarkable saint uh, whose, very, whose life is extremely inspiring. He was uh, Spanish, uh, <clears throat> born, in, born in Spain, and he came to Colombia uh, in 1610 uh, with the Jesuits, and he trained as a Jesuit, and he was ordained a priest in 16. 16, I believe, or 1614, and he labored in Colombia in a very particular field, and that is uh, with slaves. And so he is known as the patron saint of uh, slaves, of Africans, of um, uh, actually also, I think, ship uh, shipgoers and other things like that. But he, he, what he was known for was ministering to slaves. And so we have in our first reading here something very appropriate. St. Paul says... Uh, here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcision and uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free. But Christ is all and in all. And we see in the life of St. Peter Claver, someone who took that, uh, got this text here from the Holy Scriptures very seriously. And he treated the slaves uh, as, they, as they are as human beings. And... Um, he ministered to them for almost 40 years uh, in Colombia, and um, as soon in the the city that he was in, there was two cities. The one that he was in, these were the two main ports that all the slaves from Africa would come into uh, Colombia through these two ports, and then they would be sold all throughout South America. So this was these were the two main hubs, and he lived and just you know he planted himself in one of these cities, and as soon as a ship would come in. He immediately went on board, and he, he began to minister with food, medicine. He had some medical skills and medical knowledge, and he ministered to every single slave individually, and they wouldn't get off the boat until every single one individually had been, had been ministered to. And uh, he preached uh, in the city. He preached to rich. rich to, he preached to poor. Uh, but he personally would catechize the slaves, and he baptized, and uh, it's it said that he baptized, personally instructed and baptized 300,000 slaves. <laughs> that is unbelievable. I can't even imagine that's humanly possible. He must have gave them kind of quick instructions, just basic, basic, basic instructions and the Trinity and the Incarnation and the Ten Commandments, and then he baptized them. But I mean, 300,000 slaves very remarkable. And so and one of the he did that because he was interested in their salvation, but also if they were baptized, their owners would have to treat them a different way. And so he would very he would appeal to the plantation owners that, you know, you have on your hands here a Christian brother and so you can't treat him X, Y, and Z. You have to treat him a certain way. So that way he advocated for uh, the more humane treatment of the slaves. When he would do country missions, he'd leave the city, he'd go out into the country, into the plantations, and he would do missions in the countries, and he would not stay with the, with the plantation owners. He would never accept their hospitality. He would stay in the slaves' quarters. And, um, and he didn't only just minister to slaves. He, he, went, uh, he, he helped many people who are on death, death row, so he helped many condemned criminals prepare for their execution. He visited the hospitals, and so he had this. He was a great apostle of charity and, and uh, practical apostolic uh, labors and charitable works. 
And uh, he provides a, a great example for us. Also, a, a very interesting note at the end of his life, he was struck with a plague in 1650 after almost 40 years of, of tireless uh, ministry to the, to the slaves. And his religious superior hired a man to take care of him in his quarters. So he was confined to his quarters. He never left them for four years. He was bedridden. And uh, his religious superior hired an ex-slave to take care of him. This ex-slave greatly neglected him, sometimes would go days without feeding him, and never washed him. And uh, St. Peter Claver never reported this to his superior or complained, and he accepted it as penance and really kind of a, an expiation for sins against the slaves. He took upon himself that uh, that kind of punishment, and and he died a great saint, and he was immediately venerated uh, very widely upon his death in 1654. Uh, and I'll leave you with his uh, saying that he was famous for. Um, he says that we first need to speak to them with our hands before we speak to them with our mouth. And so those practical works of love and charity go before us and prepare the way for the reception of the gospel and the preaching of the gospel. But we have to begin with that practical works, uh, those practical works of love and charity and treating all people with human dignity um, as they deserve.